Welcoming to Rage Against the Mainstream Podcast for the first time, our new friends and backstory you've heard of from The Secret Revealed, Tillman and Michael. How are you guys doing today? Hey, hey thanks for having us. So, uh, as we were talking about before we started here, was, you know, the backstory of, if you listen to the podcast, you're familiar with my mistaken Amazon vinyl. This is the band. And uh, it's just funny how, like, things like this kind of work out. And, you know, it's it's like we were saying before, it's like a, it was a pleasant surprise. It was very welcomed. And here you guys are now on a, on a podcast. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So basically, basically, it's the it's the first podcast for us as a band. So it's uh, yeah. Thanks for having us. Oh, not a problem. We're gonna do this right, and um, hopefully, you know, uh, bust like the the podcast cherry, if you will, and uh, you know, get you guys out there a little bit more. I mean, because it was funny because me and my uh, me and my co-host Steve, we talked about it, and I was just like, you know, under any other circumstance, I probably never would have heard of this band ever. Like, I never would have heard of you guys if it wasn't for a mistake in Amazon. So there must be somebody in, like, my region here that knows of you guys. And I just so happened to get their vinyl, and they probably got something, you know, goofy like Michael Jackson or something. And, uh... (laughs) (laughs) But, so, I guess kind of getting started here, uh, for those listeners that don't know... Uh, who are you guys? What do you do in the band? So I'm Michael. I do vocals, and uh, yeah, I'm uh, in the band for about four years now. Nice. And I'm Tillman. I'm playing the drums at the band, and I'm about six years member of the band. Yes. So, like, your backstory is you guys started out in 2012, and by 2016, right. you guys had your final lineup. Is is there still, you know, members from the original 2012 lineup still in the band? Uh, yes, for yeah, sure. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's two of our guitarists and uh, our bass player. It's uh, Julian, uh, Ralph, and Lucas. And, yeah, these three are the, uh, are the original members of the band. I wasn't sure if you guys had like an inflames type thing where there's really like no one from the original lineup still in the band. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I love inflames and all, but we don't need them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, a couple years a couple years ago, you guys signed to Life Force Records, and uh, you guys just put out uh, sacrifices. And I've been checking out your guys' Instagram and Facebook and stuff. You guys are in the process of writing another record. Right. Uh, I think it's, it's uh, going to be released next year some, somewhere in the end of the year, I guess, uh, whenever the pandemic is, you know, <laughs> yeah. is over and we can hopefully be on tour or do a little, you know, uh, yeah, promotion stuff for the album. Yeah. So, um, I'm, you know, not really up to date on how the pandemic is affecting everyone pretty much outside of the United States, unfortunately. But um, how how are you guys hanging up there? Or, you know, how are you guys doing out there in Germany? 
Yeah, at the moment we have a total lockdown uh, coming up. Maybe tomorrow or some some day these weeks. Oh wow! And yeah, so we sit at home. Stores are closed. Just important things uh, you can do, and yeah, it's very hard. Tough times for everyone, I think, all over the world. So, what do you guys have open? Basically, just like hospitals and you know, like uh, like a emergency fire and you know, police and stuff. Uh, sorry, can you can you repeat? Um, so I didn't understand right. Oh, it's all right. So, um, basically, you guys just have like hospitals and stuff open. There's no like really anything else going on. Right. Right. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, so, yeah, it's really crazy. No concerts, nothing. The cultural scene is down. Um, yeah, every day you hear about clubs which have no money anymore and have to close. So no one knows how this will end. Uh, yeah, exactly. Journey. I well, I mean, people are starting to do the whole live stream thing now. Is that something you guys have uh, considered? Uh, no, not at all, because it's not the same thing, not the same feeling. And uh, you know, for us as a small band, we don't need the money to to survive. We have all our full time jobs. You know, uh, it's just a, a some kind of uh, you know free time activity for us. And we would like to to give people the chance to see us live, to feel the atmospheric. You know, thing about it—the sweat, the heat of of a show—it's—it's it's, you can't compare it to to a live stream thing, I guess. So we don't want to to jump on the train. Oh yeah, I can I can definitely understand that. You know, it's funny too. You're just talking about like the atmospheric aspect. When me and me and my co-host were talking about you guys, he he said, uh, and I feel like it kind of uh, I feel like it kind of explains it like a hundred percent. Maybe you guys could elaborate more. He said, uh, Secret Revealed is kind of like the soundtrack to being in, like, the woods. Like, the snow-covered ground, like, <laughs> dead trees. Like, this is the soundtrack for that. Yeah, absolutely. We feel honored that you, you or your, your friend think so, because it's it's exactly the, the thing we want to create with our music. It should be very depressive, melancholic. You know, you, you feel like in a cold surrounding uh, you know in the woods somewhere no one next to you it's it's exactly what our music expresses uh you know um so nice to hear that you think about it <laughs> <laughs> so i mean you guys kind of blend in like a lot of different genres like i you know like there's like the hardcore there's metal there's some black metal sprinkled there on top so what kind of influences do you guys have? And, uh, you know, what, where does this music like, st like come from on like the family tree, if you will? You know, all of us have different backgrounds in music. And so there's various influences for all of us. It's, uh, you know, bands like Cult of Luna, Devil Soul to Soul, Architect, or a German band called Fjord. These are big inspiration for us and an example of how our music should sound like and also how music is techni technically and emotionally done right, I guess. So, um, yeah, uh, 
basically it's uh, we've never had the intention of becoming a post metal band from scratch it was more like a progress while we were about to play riffs and beats that came to our heads you know yeah so all of us have been playing in several bands before just like death metal stuff thrash metal stuff or even pop punk bands and every single one of us is bringing his personal influence into songwriting process we're all the same opinion that music you know is about emotions and playing sad melodies is what we like the most so yeah uh, exactly you know hey there ain't nothing wrong with pop punk (laughs) (laughs) so i was reading on your guys's uh website uh which is a secret revealed.de right um i was checking out your guys's past like history with shows and stuff it seems like you guys were touring like a lot like especially in 2019 you guys, I mean, yeah, at, exactly. at least from there, I saw that there was like a bunch, a bunch of shows, and you start and you started uh, 2020 off on a pretty high note too. How how has that kind of affected like the morale in the band and everything with the pandemic and everything and not being able to play shows? You know, for this, for this year, we had only I guess two or three shows played before the pandemic came over. And say hi. <laughs> so um, last year was a really, very, very good year for us as a band. You know, we um, we released our album and got the chance to be on tour with two awesome bands called King Apathy and Clearcut. And um, you know, it was a was a good time for us as a band. We we were more close to each other, getting even closer. You know, as a, as friends and uh, as a band. But you know, it still sucks because we have planned so many shows for this year festival season and stuff and none of this uh, none of this you know could could happen so a little bit sad <laughs> yeah exactly mm. it's very unfortunate i mean and no oh, go ahead sorry 2019 this was a very special year for us too because uh, in the years before we had a lot of shows but not any tours or something like that and 2019 was then very very much shows and uh, we enjoyed it a lot really and so it's sad enough that uh, this year started like this now yeah what's the thing like you guys now at this point can kind of like go back and woodshed and when you come back in 2021 hopefully when touring resumes and you know you're able to be within six feet of each other and whatever hopefully when that point comes about you guys have woodshedded enough to where you can put it on an even better show and even bigger experience when you guys do you know inevitably inevitably are able to tour again which is something i think would be great guess kind of going down here because i you know i have like lists of questions and whatever but i try to make it as free-flowing as humanly possible because i don't want it to be like you know like a robot like so for my second question here, for my third question, like, you know, it's a podcast, but, you know, we're, we're, we're here to, you know, free flow and have a good time. So I guess what got you guys into music? Uh, I mean, like, what, what were some of like the earlier things that was like, you know, got you into playing bass or drums and guitar and all that other stuff? So for me, it was, you know, you know, I was 12 back then when I first started, you know, doing doing uh, vocals in a metal band. And it all came up from a joke, you know. In Germany, we have a very big soccer community, and I was the loudest person on the soccer grounds 
you know, they asked me if I wasn't uh, participate in a band as a singer, and I said yes, and so it, you know, somehow became a career, I guess. That's awesome. That's the first soccer story I've heard. <laughs> probably, probably the, the weirdest, yeah. Yeah, and I, I started uh, playing the drums with about uh, 12 years and uh, didn't have any bands. And then a friend of mine came to me and said, hey, I, I have a death metal proje project. Do you want to join? And I said, oh, man, I never played double bass. Uh, I just bought one and tried a little bit, but not, that's not nothing special. <laughs> so, yeah, that doesn't matter. Come to us. And so and, uh so we developed, and yeah, some I uh, joined the band about eight years, and we played a lot. And I then I began to yeah to to play the drums, the metal drums. Yeah. So and yeah, and uh, after some time. Um, uh, Ralle from from the band now asked me, "Hey, our drummer left, and do you want to join us?" And yeah, that was was the way I came to a secret world. <laughs> so, what were some of those early bands that got you into playing drums, or like who who were your drumming heroes? Oh, <clears throat> I love to hear death. That's my all-time favorite, and I began with it. And who do you think's the best death drummer? <laughs> Gene. Ah, he he's very very good. Yeah, I love his progressive playing, and uh, yeah, I would say so. Yes, <laughs> we're we're big fans of death here on the podcast. Uh, yeah. For me, it's Mike Smith from uh, Suffocation, uh, almost Suffocation, yeah. Oh, nice. He's, he's, he's nice. an awesome dude. Yeah, it, you know, it's kind of funny, like, how, you know, like, you guys are from Germany, I'm from the United States. We never would have, you know, been in contact before, but, you know, there's always that one little thing that can always get, you know, people into, you know, or get, uh, you know, conversations flowing or feel like some sort of familiarity between who you're talking to. And it's like, well, you know, death metal. Like, it's always that, like, yeah. community. There, There's always something there. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And it's... Um, it developed here in Europe, and there's the style you have in the USA. And some kind, it always fits together and brings all... The metal guys on the world together. I, I love it. <laughs> it's very nice. Yeah, we're definitely glad to be part of that community. Yeah. So how's the songwriting process work for you guys? Do um do uh like Ralph and Lucas show up with complete songs? Do you guys like hash them out like in a rehearsal space or whatever? Uh how's the songwriting process work? Yeah, the idea behind all riffs and melodies and even complete songs is crowned by writing songs at home by our both guitarists, Lucas and Ralph. They're doing an amazing job on that, really. Uh, they they have the opportunity to record these songs on their own as a pre-production, and after that we're doing the fine-tuning by adding the final drum lines and lyrics and stuff in our rehearsal room. So most of all, those guys, you know, they... they 
to write complete songs, bring them to us in the, in the rehearsal room, and we just, you know, do to fine tuning on everything. So it's not that, um, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I uh, no, you no, can go ahead. Way. Sorry, man. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we fill it as so. Um, Loggers and Ralle and me, we are meeting sometimes at the rehearsal room and just um, yeah. Um, my English is really bad. I'm sorry. It's all good, man. <laughs> uh, just just practicing, and I try to fill in my my style. So um, yeah, this gets around thing together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like um, like I'm a guitar player myself, and like I kind of dabble with drums a little bit. And when I was in bands, I used to show up with complete songs. Like you know, like here it is. Like this is this is it. But yeah. I've always felt that, you know, like when guitar players write songs and they give them to a drummer, the drum parts feel like they were written by a guitar player and like they're not like actual drum <laughs> parts. Correct. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that there's just something or, that goes on in the drummer's it, brain that, you know, that you yeah, know where those holes are to be four filled. Arms and five five hands. Yeah. Four feet, you know. <laughs> yeah sometimes i i've heard you know i've heard the horror stories where guitar players will show up with like uh complete songs with midi drums and it's just like 600 bpm and just like absolutely <laughs> ridiculousness and it's like what do you mean you can't play this <laughs> so you have to practice really oh, what's the problem <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, what do you guys enjoy doing more? Uh, being on the road or being in the studio? Oh, for me, it's absolutely being on the road. I hate studios so much. It's like, you know, you're standing in front of a microphone, screaming to a wall, and four guys are sitting behind you and just laughing their asses off because they only hear you screaming. <laughs> I hate it so much, you know. I, I, be, I love <laughs> being in the road, seeing people, you know, having some beers with strangers that somehow became friends and you know that's way more fun for me as a as a musician oh hell yeah, yeah. so what, what about you man yeah it's the same to me so i enjoy the uh, writing process and uh, writing new songs i love it too but uh to be on the road and as M michael said uh meeting guys meeting people new bands it's more better i love it to be on the, uh, on the stage and sweat and yeah, just it gets the feeling to the people. So yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean like granted, like I love like going in there and getting the song done and getting it perfect and everything. But the, I, I say this all the time. There is no substitution for being on a stage. There's nothing like it in the world. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, I guess since you guys enjoy being on the road and stuff, what's some of the coolest shows you guys have played so far? Or is there any one in particular that kind of sticks out? Oh, for me, it's Summer Breeze Festival. Uh, you know, we, we played there in 2018, I guess. It's a festival with around 40,000 people. Oh, nice. And, uh, you know, it, 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 the idea behind the festival 
came up in my hometown, uh, and I was there as a kid, and I, I, you know, I've been there for every single year since 1997. And for me, it was the highlight of my career. You know, I've, 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 I've always said to my, to my parents, when I, when I'm able to play this festival one day, you know, I can quit everything after it. But yeah, hopefully, I, I didn't. But yeah. <laughs> um, this, this was probably the, the greatest experience in my life. You know, getting insights in 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 the backstage area and the organization and stuff. You know, it's so professional. It's 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 for me. It's the greatest festival in the world. And you know, having the opportunity to play there was was my childhood dream. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Did you guys play with any big names over there? Uh, for so many, uh, I think, <laughs> you know, let, let me Google which, uh, which bands, uh, you know, participated <laughs> in this year. So, uh, uh, I think it was 2018. Is it, yeah. Isn't Summer Breeze called, uh, Bavarian Wacken? Yeah, yeah, some people say so, but <laughs> it's, it's, uh, way more better than Wacken will ever be, so. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We uh, we've yeah, always there, wanted there, to be there able to go there. in the lineup, just like uh, oh, wait, wait, where is it? I, I can't. Oh. oh, here, here it is. Then like uh, Art Enemy, Trivium, Behemoth, Papa Roach, uh, Sick of It All, Blood Bath. For me, you know, one of the greatest bands out there. Um, yeah, it was a very very great lineup. That's awesome. Like out of all those bands you brought up, I think you guys probably would be like more uh, like along the lines of like Behemoth and stuff like that. Have you had, did you have any kind of yeah. interaction with uh, with Nurgle or anything like that? Oh no, no, no! You know the the, the bigger bands are just like in their in their area and their places. You know, you as, yeah. as a as a small band, you, you're not able to even connect with them if you don't you know work straight them for you know. That kind of nah, sucks. Nah, it's, it's, yeah, absolutely. You know, but I, I don't think that they want to, you know, even get talked to uh, just the whole day during a festival. You know, there are more than 120 bands out there. Uh, I don't think that they you know, <laughs> want to get in touch with everyone. Yeah, I mean, it, it still is kind of cool that you guys were able to share the stage with those kind of guys in like a, you know, in a different type of sense. I mean, granted, there was probably like a few a few bands that were separating you and them and whatever, but still the fact you guys are able to see share the same festival or whatever like that. That's amazing. Absolutely. So, uh, earlier you mentioned walking, you, you, you're not a giant fan of walking. Uh, I've been there in 2010 with a, with a band I did the stage, uh, tag for, it's a great festival, but for me, it's, it's too big. You know, you don't have that familiar uh, surroundings as uh, on other festivals that are way smaller. So, oh, okay. Uh, but it, it would be cool to play there uh, as a band for sure. Yeah, but uh, it's uh, you know being in the crowd. It's, it's mm, I don't think that it's fun to, to be part of. Yeah, it's way too big for me. Being in a sea of a million people. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Me and me and Steve have talked about wanting to go to Walken at some point because, I mean, in America, we don't have festivals like that. I mean, we have like maybe a couple, but they're definitely not geared towards hard rock and heavy metal by any means. 
And, uh, you know, for us, it's like, oh, my God, like we're going to like uh, like we want to go to walking so bad and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it's just like you guys are like, yeah, yeah, it's walking. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. I kind of understand uh, to join one time Wacken and I see it like Michael. Uh, it's great to see and uh, it's very, very big. And for me, it's the same. I, I love the small festivals where you can get in touch with the bands also and yeah yeah but it's surprising that there are no uh comparing festivals in the usa yeah i mean the, the, we have like uh like coachella but that's like pop music uh we have firefly mm -hmm. and that's like you know like butt rock and pop music um mm-hmm download but i don't even know if downloads in the united states i think downloads in the uk i think um, it's in the uk yeah that we really don't have any comparable festivals i mean we have like the the maryland death death metal festival but i mean that's on like a small scale that's nowhere close to you know like walking or anything like that but yeah it, it is kind of funny that there is no comparison in the united states to you know for, you know, those hard rock heavy metal festivals. I mean, we have like Rocklahoma, but that's like uh like eighties like hair bands. So I mean, you know, people okay. can either take that or leave that. Yeah. Do you attend that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean don't don't get me wrong. I I can get down with some hair metal, but I don't think I could sit through an entire festival of it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, you guys like being road dogs and whatever and going out and playing out places where, uh, where haven't you toured yet that you would want to play? Yeah. As uh, we played a lot, lot in the German area, some, um, yeah, Switzerland and some countries around. I think it would be great to, to get more maybe in the Eastern Europe uh located or my dream is to get maybe to asia someday to like japan or something like that because i think the scene there is very very nice and um there are a lot of people who love metal and i would like to see it to get an impression of it yeah exactly so to get to the USA, I heard is very, very hard as really? a band from from outside the country. Yes, so but would be great too. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you guys ever made it to the United States, you guys always have a home here on Rage Against the Mainstream. Oh, nice to hear. So, uh, what about you, Michael? Where would you? Uh, where's your uh, touring, or where would you like to tour? wherever they want us to see, you know, I, I don't, for me, it's, 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 you know, I don't give a fuck where, 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 we, where I play, as long as the people and only even 20 people are having fun and want to see us, it's, it's fine for me. So, you know, touring the States would be a childhood dream for me as well, but you know, it's, it's very hard to, to get there. You know, it's so many costs. Um, but, uh, you know, if, if they want us to have there or is there if there is any uh, big band out there who wants us to join, 
No, I wouldn't say no at all. So yeah. What would be the what would be the one band where you couldn't where you guys couldn't say no to? Oh, that's a tough one. There's so many great bands. For me, it would be the Black Dahlia Mirror. I guess it's uh, you know they. I know they like to drink, and you know, <laughs> I think it would be a fun tour. And I like that music so much. What about you, man? I love Mastodon very much. Oh yeah, I would say it's a great band. Also a good drummer. Brent Dan Baylor and yeah, yeah. Mastodon would be a good that that'd be a good lineup on a show with you guys and Mastodon. That'd be cool. I'd pay money to see that. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have any advice or tips of anyone trying to get into the music industry at any level? Don't start playing, <laughs> <laughs> or don't don't start. You know the band. <laughs> no um, do it uh, and keep on doing it even if it sucks at the beginning so yeah uh, if you have a have a name too just go for it yeah that's what I would say yeah I, I think you have no false hope so um you just have to do what you want to do and express everything uh, in the music, but it should be not the aim to um, be famous or play with uh, Metallica or something like that. Just do your thing and be honest. I think that's the important thing. Bands have to be honest for me to... Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's the big thing that people kind of look past. You need to be, you know, at least somewhat credible and you need to have fun while you're doing it because, I mean, if you're not, then what's the point? You know, like even doing podcasting and stuff. Like if this wasn't fun, I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something, you know, like passion can only take you so far and, you know, everyone wants to be a rock star. I mean, let's be real. Everyone wants to be playing the the main stage. Everyone wants to have, you know, the million screaming fans or whatever. But at the end of the day, if you're not a hundred percent invested and into it, then, you know, what's the point? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So next thing I got here or the last thing I got here, it's not a question. It's a chance to plug yourself. Where can people find you on social media? What's next for a secret revealed? I know you guys are working on some new music. Is there anything you can tell us about that? You know, this is your chance to tell anybody anything you want. Okay. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. You know, you can find us everywhere out there on Instagram, Facebook, uh, you know, uh, YouTube, uh, Spotify, um, you know, we're about to to uh, record our new album. We've uh, done finished, or we've finished drums and guitars already, and we're up for vocals next. Um, it's a concept album, just as sacrifices, um, as you mentioned uh, before. Um, you know, it's uh, coming out on, I think, the end of next year, 
on Lifos Records. And uh, you know, it's, it's more metal than than the last one. It's it's more you know uh, lower lower tuning, uh, more aggressive aggressivity. Oh, uh, I'm not able to speak anymore. Um, it's, <laughs> it's all good, aggressive, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's yeah, very aggressive, very hard. Um, it's a it's a good album, I think. Um, yeah, check it out. Keep on following us so we can update uh, you guys on what we are doing next when we're being able to play shows again. Yeah, that's uh, from from my side. Um, Tillman, have you something to say to it? You already said everything. I said. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. Um. I want to thank both of you guys for coming on here. And, uh, you know, I think we have an even bigger thanks to thank Jeff Bezos from Amazon for creating a company that, you know, <laughs> is able to, you know, <laughs> that, you know, to have a company that's able to uh, misdirect packages. I mean, what, I, like, that's the thing. Like, what what was the chances that I'm a metal fan? I would get this album on my, yeah. on my doorstep and we could be in contact. Like, you know, I want to give a big shout out here that's- to Amazon. thank you amazon i would i i have never believed that i would ever say this thank you amazon (laughs) so yeah guys so you can check them out uh instagram uh facebook you guys have a twitter too uh no not at all it's not the big thing for us in germany so we don't no Twitter, but Instagram, <laughs> no, no, Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, A Secret Revealed. Check out Sacrifices out now. And I'll tell you what, I'll get back in touch with you guys on Christmas morning when I find out what album I was supposed to get in place of yours that came through. And we'll have a nice little laugh about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I want to thank you guys for coming on. This was great. Um Anytime you guys want, you're more than welcome to come back on here. Uh, yeah, everybody. This was Tillman and Michael from Secret Revealed. Thank, Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Not a problem, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> you, you too. too. Bye. Nice time. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Michael and Tillman from A Secret Revealed here. You're listening to Rage Against the Mainstream Podcast, and you are now able to listen to our song, Old Ghost.